1: It's good to be back, Jerry. Yeah, it's great. It's great. It's,
0: it's great, Johnny. It's good. It go get the good. papers. Go get the papers. It's great. Get, the
1: papers. get the papers. Um, so, this will be our Christmas episode. So, that's exciting. Yeah. And um, yeah. X, I thought we could do X's for X Files and we could go through some of our favorite X Files episodes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I don't remember any of that. I don't I, think so. No. I, I just one, heard the one where the. Which one? The big mushroom, there was like a fungus that, like, there was some alien fungus underground. Oh, I don't remember that
0: one. Um, I, I remember The one, the guy had a tattoo and it kept talking to him. And it was like, kill that bitch. <laughs> and he was like, I love you, Rosie. And she, she would be like, go stab your brother. And he'd
1: be like, all right. I think I remember that one. Yeah, and no. it was like a Sailor Jerry pinup girl. There was this, it was the one with the fungus underground, and then the fungus that would like take their bodies and was going to eat them. And so, but it convinced their brain that they were still awake and like solving crimes and shit. And then, oh, so it tricked them. It was like that mm-hmm. Stephen King book, uh, 1408, room 1408, where like the room, the demon or whatever, like convinces you that the demon's dead. And so you go all, go along thinking everything's fine, but really you're right. still in the throes of whatever. Yeah. I'm kidding of course we're not going to talk anymore about X-Files unless you want to I don't remember any oh okay i really I only remember
0: that <laughs> one and then maybe the one with yeah that's it yeah I mean I watched that's our them. generation too like we were in our 20s when that shit was popping and we were just like fucking drunk so who knows <laughs> I don't know yeah I know. it was on I was hammered you and I stole the shopping cart
1: I yeah that. basically I think yeah. um i knew people who were really into it and so i, I yeah, was always so I. I was always around it but i didn't really um again this 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 conversation's descended into x files but right um, anyway i what is the x
0: for this year well, x
1: x rated x rated no I don't. sex and recovery <laughs> it's confusing <laughs> <laughs> right yeah just don't do it right away um yeah I thought X. I thought X could be for Xmas. It's Xmas. It's Christmas. It's uh, Xmas cheer. Gifts. Past, present, and future. Jerry Wagner's ghosts. John Staley's ghosts of Christmas X-mas past. Xmas laundry. Xmas yeah. laundry. Yeah. You know. Um, but I was just thinking. Um, well, so my first gift this year was that my I told you that my doctor said I had the best blood. Blood work, the best blood work that she's seen in two years. I clapped when you said
0: that earlier. I was so fucking proud of you. I'm like, yeah, dude, you're killing it. That's right. So,
1: I just uh, anybody who's listening, I'm 42. I'll be 43 years old. A year ago, I was 272 pounds, I think, something like that. And, um, I did. You had substance. Yeah, you were substantial. uh, As my mom would say, yes, a person of substance. Um, (laughs) that's, but, uh, but so, um, I think that not only was it the sobriety but it was you know the physical fitness and again we we can talk about whatever we want here because you know it's our podcast but there's a lot I always am hesitant to talk about the physical recovery aspects of it because you know they talk about what is it confining our conversation what is the phrase to our problems with alcohol or something like that
0: right but I mean we're not in a
1: meeting we're just no. I'm in my
0: wife's office
1: yeah <laughs> but um but i i was so blown away when she's going down the list of like your your kidneys are great your liver is your liver loves you your cholesterol is well below like all this kind of stuff and i was like that's mm-hmm. awesome like that was my that was my christmas gift to myself that's was great fucking Getting the blood work right, because then you went to f- then you went to Five Guys, <laughs> right? No, I. Well, man, it's like that's the thing is I think I about earned this Five Guys, it, exactly, right? What is that about? Right. I, I just I don't really eat French fries anymore. I think the last time I had a couple was like a while ago, and I was I had some a couple days ago. Which I, you shouldn't feel bad if but that's it was what just you're like into. two pinches. Yeah, yeah, no, I didn't
0: feel bad. I'm staying in my calorie count, and I'm still running and working out. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. It's two pinches, I like you, you it was like little pinches, pinch, Nobody can yeah. see it, but uh-huh. I just pinch them fries in they're truffle <laughs> fries, dude, truffle
1: fries, um, but yeah, yeah. i can't I kind be like, yes, Megan, absolutely, not all of them just two um, pinches, <laughs> were they like McDonald's or Wendy's or like no,
0: uh, it's a, a hamburger place down here called Dickie Joe's It's owned by the West brothers, Dickie, Dickie Joe's. Joe's, yeah, and Olive likes to go there because there's a frozen yogurt place connected to it called Dicky Yo's. <laughs> I'm not fucking around. So Olive goes and like Olive's not even there for the cheeseburger. She's like I'm there for the fucking frozen yogurt cuz I can put candy in it. Nice. Yeah. You, so you're there for the Joe. She's there for the Yo's. The Yo's, dude. Yo, yeah. I was trying to think a Yo MTV rap joke, but I didn't have one. Oh. <laughs>
1: that's that's good. That's good. You you could fit one in there. Uh Yeah. Fun. But um But yeah, I just thought we would talk about Christmas and what 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 Christmas is like, what it was like what it was yeah you know? like i mean I, I i i growing up as a kid i think ma the the level of dysfunction and separation and stuff like that like christmas was kind of cool and kind of special but it very quickly like as soon as i left the house it was really kind of not anything it was always something to endure and to forget about and to get away from i know mm-hmm. that i feel like you had a little more cohesiveness in the family christmas time we had a big family yeah yeah
0: I grew up with like, I didn't grow up with a big close family, but I grew up with a big extended family. Mm -hmm. But my immediate family, there's only four siblings and then my parents. But as a kid, we had, I had like 20 some cousins and we all lived in the same town. So every Christmas there would be my dad and his siblings and then all my cousins on my dad's side. So they were pretty like elaborate, you know, Mexican, Italian, Catholic Christmases. And then on Mm -hmm. my mom's side, I had probably another two dozen cousins as well. But uh, I think that all changed when I moved out of the house. Yeah, started living in you know up north in North in in Tucson. Because man, I was hanging out with graffiti writers and going to punk shows and partying. And like I was like, man, coming home for Christmas, I'm gonna go fucking eat pot brownies and drink whiskey and party and hang out. And
1: I there was right a, take I, LSD and freak out in the desert. That's what I want to do. There was I think my very first Christmas alone. Like I remember because. I had moved to Eugene, this is before I met you, and I was there with Steve, I was living with Steve, and he went home for Christmas, and so I couldn't afford it, and I'm home was like in two different places, and so I was like, I'll just stay right. here, and I just, I was 18 or 19, and I just got drunk on like, fucking Livingston Cellars Red Rose, big ass who Who'd you get to get you the wine? Just I don't remember, he, Dude, <laughs> I think he had some friends there, he knew some somebody somewhere, and so that Steve? Yeah, so Steve. So oh. like we would we would have if we had somebody go buy us stuff, we would buy like three, four jugs of wine, like two or three fucking cases of red dog. Do you remember that beer? Red dog or Oh yeah. yeah. Jeez, the red it was dog. Cheap. I forgot all about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I we always surprisingly it was like we would always have we would buy in bulk. <laughs> so I think that's, that was what I had was like a couple packs of smokes and some Livingston Cellars red rosé. And it was, but I mean, that was kind of like the, that was the beginning of like Christmas on my own. And then I started working right. in restaurants and then we we're always busy and working and bars are always open. So tending bars, bars are especially open, especially open. So I yeah. think um, that was something that it just sort of faded into the, into the background of, of like, well, this is just Christmas time and no big deal. And I always liked getting gifts and giving gifts and, you know, right. whether it was a significant other or family was in town and try. I think more so it was like, for me, if I had days off with other people or time off and family was in town or friends, like maybe we'd get together and, mm-hmm. you know, cook and drink, but mostly drink. It was <laughs> Yeah, it was mostly drink. All these, this
0: string of these three
1: holidays, dude, mm-hmm.
0: Thanksgiving, Christmas and New Year's, it's just was during my drinking days, it was just an excuse to pretty much binge really hard for, like, a month and a half straight, you know? Right,
1: and so you're like, well, yeah. things are slow at work, so I'm going to take off anyway, or family's going to be right. in town, so... Right. It was just an excuse calling sick because I was hungover, because I was broke, but I had
0: enough to buy booze, or I'd come in and, and do just enough walk-ins to, like, make enough money to buy a fifth, and then... If I controlled it, I could make the fifth last me maybe two days, maybe. If I could control it with that half a fifth, you know, like, Mm -hmm. okay, all I need to do is drink half of this fifth, and then I can make it till these two days, which are my days off, and then back into work again so I can get another fifth. But uh, yeah, Christmas is, it's not bad anymore. I like it now. I used to fucking hate it. Yeah, but now, and I think it has a lot to do with sobriety and my daughter, and I mean, she's getting older now, and so she's a little more cynical about it, I guess. She's growing up, so the the glitter and the wonder is gone. Although this year I was like, yo, um, I was asking, Megan takes her every year to get her picture taken at the mall with that old, dirty old Santa Claus, you know? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. he's... Like, he's, he always smells like the food court, you know, like... <laughs> well, yeah, that's... Yeah, he's a dirty that's, old... Not not in a pervert way. Right. I mean, dirty, like, physically he's, just smells like food, you it's know? It's an old suit, and he's spilled some fucking... It's the same dude, too, here <laughs> in Eugene, like, all past, like, four year, or six years, however long we've been here. Uh-huh. And uh, I was like, Megan, are you taking all of this year? And she's like, nah, she doesn't want to go. And I was like, I don't think she wants to go either. And just fucking with my kid, I was like, hey, you want to go to get your picture taken with Santa Claus? And I was absolutely expecting her to say no. And she's all, yeah, sure. Why not? Let's do it. And I like looked at <laughs> Megan and my wife was like shocked. So now we're going to take her again. but And I, I just think, you know. But to her, she's, she's starting to get it now. Like she's like, oh, I get it. There's something up, you know. But I still like it with her. I still think it's sweet. Wait, I
1: enjoy. She still believes in Santa Claus? Or she doesn't? To an extent.
0: But, but she does. But I think she's starting not. To, she's starting to see that it's like we've been bullshitting her. She can see it. Hmm. But I still like – I don't know though because last year I made up this whole fucking – I had to look behind me, right? I, I, last year I had this whole story about how like I I text them and like there's not just one guy. There's like an agent. They're what? all agents and shit and like, yeah, man. They were like this big organization and there's like Jesus. one dude who runs it and he sends people out and she's like, well, how can you hit every house? And I'm like because there's like a bunch of them. It's like magic, dude. Plus he's got a lot of money. Right? And so, I don't know. Like, I know she's like, you guys are buying me this shit. And I'm like, nah, nah. Wow. Nah, we're not buying.
1: The big lies we tell in sobriety. Fucking <laughs> Santa right, Claus. Dude. But I remember
0: my first sober Christmas trying to put together a fucking
1: play mm-hmm. set
0: and having a nervous breakdown halfway through. And Megan's like, what do you need? Because I was like so frustrated. And I was like, I just need a fucking drink, you know? And went outside mm-hmm. and smoked like five cigarettes. But, yeah. you know, I had, j- I had so newly sober, you know? Yeah. I was like... even know how sober i was i think i'd been sober like well i five months trying to put together a play set don't be putting together a play set five months sober i barely know how to put my pants on Mm -hmm. you know like yeah but uh i don't know man i mean christmas is it was had a long history of getting really blind fucked up getting into fights with girlfriends trying to get into fights at bars drinking with you and coda and you Mm -hmm. know walter and the whole crew and Mm -hmm. See, I mean I had a couple of Christmases in Seattle with you guys
1: and it was, a bunch in Eugene. I mean how many Christmases did we do alone in Eugene? Tons of them. Or, you like, know, yeah. Tons of them, we just hang out and play video games and drink whiskey and yeah, were, it's too cold to do anything else. Not that right. it well it was always too something to do anything else. Right. Right. Um I have this memory of I went back east to, to visit family and I feel like it was too it could have been 2004, five or six. I don't really remember. Like mm-hmm. this is part of, I'm, I thought like maybe it was my age and I think maybe that might be part of it, but there's a lot that I don't remember from drinking no, Jerry. Like it's the seriously, in, dude. it's definitely, <laughs> <Like> the, this,
0: <laughs> it was the fucking Mannies <laughs> and a
1: shot of whatever you guys are drinking. Yeah, Jameson, or dumping whatever, whiskey yeah. in my beer and stuff like that. And like, yeah, But I really do, like, I just, everything is so fucking vague, but I do remember going to my grandparents' house in New Jersey and being there and being with my father, who I never had a great relationship with, and I remember, like, I was the one who was digging around looking for a liquor cabinet, and I remember finding some old bottle of, like, Canadian Club or Seagram's uh, VO it was one of those yeah. like mm-hmm. brown bottles with the the kind of like silver Black gold label on like, it yeah, yeah and so just I, sadness just a it, bunch of sadness and that's what i remember because i didn't want to go i didn't want to be there with my dad i didn't want to be i was like so stressed I out i think I remember this trip dude like, i think i remember this and i like i remember going being there with my on uh, my uncle who was fucking high on something the entire time that i remember um and so i just remember drinking this and my dad being kind of surprised that he's like oh getting a little something, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, Christmas time with the family or making some remark. Um, And I don't remember, like, flying there. I don't remember flying back. Like, not like I was in a blackout, but I feel like there was some kind of... I mean, it it could just be... um, You're
0: bringing it up, though, and I think I remember this. I think you were still living in Eugene. Yeah, you were still living in Eugene.
1: So it could have been 2002. When did you?
0: Yeah, I think it's because we were all living together. But because... Maybe it was earlier you, than you that. You moved to Seattle in like 2007 or 2006, 2003 right? 2000, You moved to Seattle in 2003, dude? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, it's all hazy. Like Yeah, there's... and I don't remember either. And this podcast is probably really interesting <clears> to <throat> people who are like, what year did John go to Jersey and steal a bottle of Seagram's from his ailing grandparents? <laughs>
1: right. Yeah, I think it was 06, but it might have been 02. I have no idea. But I guess mm-hmm. um, the point is is that there was a lot of drinking in Christmas, at, around there Christmas. There always
0: tribe. is. I, I have a feeling with every, I mm-hmm. don't want to say with every, but I would have a feeling with a lot of alcoholics, there's a lot of drinking around this time of year. And I have a feeling with a lot of newly recovering alcoholics, there's going to be a lot of drinking around you this time of year. That's just inevitable. Mm-hmm. They're going to fucking get loaded around you. And they're going to find you want some eggnog? No. No,
1: motherfucker, no. And you know, I, 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 we know what happens. You know what happens. <laughs> you know, what, happens. You know g- what I'm
0: capable of. Goddamn
1: it, Jesus, it's true. It's so. I will pee in true. this hot tub. Make yeah. sure that the eggnog is not spiked. And I, if you go, if you scroll back through the feed, there's a, um, there is like a holiday survival yeah, a survival guide, guide. Or whatever. That we, our version of it, which right. is like just fucking run for your life if you need to. It's
0: okay. Get
1: out of there. Okay. And, get the know, fuck out of there. But one thing is to go go to a borders seriously go to a borders go, go read some books <laughs> read some books go to a fucking bur- eat some fries man pinch a few fries get a know. couple of pinches yeah you'll be all right <laughs> um but asking people like what's in this and i do it all the time because i work in a so restaurant do I. mm-hmm <clears throat> and it's just like so what's in this and so even things like you know stuff on the menu and it's like it's a grand Meunier chocolate sauce i'm like oh so there's booze in this dessert just so that we're all clear if anybody right. is not interested in you know things like that like don't fucking eat the fruit cake if it's uh, soaked in brandy there's no shame in that i ask all the <clears throat> time
0: is there booze in this all the time or like i live in eugene so they bring cookies to the shop and i'm like is there mm. weed in this is there weed in this Cause I don't like weed. I don't. I like. I don't really don't like any head change except for caffeine and nicotine. And even those don't really do anything anymore. They just keep me running, running clean, you know. But um, <laughs> the caffeine, yeah, right, and they, nicotine, right until they, my blood tests come back and they're like, "You are all fucked up, Jerry." You're
1: like Jerry, we need to talk. Like, Jerry, you got quit it's... that.
0: You got quit that vaping. And I'm like, but I'm fucking training for the tryouts.
1: What would you do? What would you do if your doctor said you gotta quit vaping? I quit vaping. Yeah. I would. I quit drinking. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I started running out of nowhere. I just <coughs> be like, Well, Riva nicotine, you were mm-hmm. I I guess I'll get a lozenge or just fucking
1: quit and sweat it out, you know. I mean So I had an interesting. Speaking of doctors, I had an interesting uh, conversation with my doctor because she wanted me to have an MRI, and we were going to talk about legs too. This, this is this is a terrible recovery podcast, guys. I'm really I know, sorry right? out there, but yeah. I'm going to go ahead anyway. Um, I'm sure it's all involved somehow. But um, the, <laughs> she said, "We're g- I'm going to give you an MRI. We got to see what's going on in your back because it's probably this mm-hmm. disc, nerve, whatever." And she said, "Do you get claustrophobic?" And I said, "Eh, you know, I mean, it's." tough for anybody but i've been in those sensory deprivation tanks like i i think i can kind of do it you know and she said well if you want i can prescribe you this whatever it's ativan she said yeah i know ativan what is yeah. Ativan? it's like what is it's it? like valium it's just pretty much value oh, okay and i said it's just another name for sweet <laughs> sweet valium and i didn't want to be like well you know i'm an alcoholic and i can't really mess with that stuff uh, but i just said you know i it's kind of a complicated history with anything that's may or may not be addictive and Mm-hmm. And she said, "Okay, well, that's fine." And she gave me a prescription for some other thing, which is sort of like a Benadryl Light. So basically, oh, it's to like make you sleepy. So it makes you a little drowsy, so that you. But it doesn't mm-hmm. last twelve hours. And I was yeah. thinking, I think I could get next get next to that because I've taken like cold meds and stuff like that. And so, bright. I think you should be fine. I
0: I for seriously thought she was just going to throw you a little mesh pouch of lavender and be like, "Here you go, pussy." <laughs> in the right? fucking MRI, you fucking crybaby. <laughs> So here's some here's some willow bark and no. Oh, I guess you can't eat valium like the rest of us, you fucking crybaby. Right. Here's some
1: fucking lavender and willow bark. Yeah, Uh, exactly. But I was just that was the thing is you know what do I? I don't know. I've got some fucking. I got some perks in the bathroom from my. That's a good question, right?
0: I don't know how. What's your relationship with it, and how does it affect you in life? Because like my sister's getting married in February, right? And Mm -hmm. they're all pushing. And, like, just... I don't want to get too much into it, but it's just the time doesn't work, the money doesn't work, and I have this, like... Which everybody around me thinks is the biggest reason, but I have this enormous phobia of flying. Like, it's a real (laughs) tangible phobia. Like, it's not just me making it up because it's a fucking cute, funny thing. Like, I get on a plane and I have a a two-and-a-half-hour-long panic attack. It's awful. And so I was like, well, maybe I should go to my doctor and ask him for some drugs. Like, just say I need some Valium to fly, right? And then, once again, like kind of the struggle you're not the struggle but the question right Mm -hmm. the philosophical question of what do i do from this point which is a great question does it affect my sobriety does it affect my the way i think about sobriety because i haven't taken really anything mood altering i think i've taken i think when i got a tooth yanked i've taken Mm -hmm. like a painkiller once when i got my tooth yanked and i just i didn't like the way it made me feel and then i went to sleep do you know what i mean but i haven't been high i haven't taken anything mood altering since i
1: 've gotten sober, with the exception of nicotine and caffeine you know mm-hmm. i think I think for me, I would probably i guess it would have to depend on the pain level right, like if I was in an excruciating amount of pain that was not being addressed, and I needed to not feel the pain so that I could like sleep right but do did you, did you find <clears throat> and I guess this will be something you 'll have to suss out on your
0: own but or uh, because you find in the past that pills lead. Uh part of me. Did pills lead to you drinking? They didn't really though. Pills
1: pills were always a nice like little bonus when they came around, but I never sought them out. It was always like when some when there was an issue and I was in pain or somebody I knew was in pain or somebody got a hold of some Percocets or something.
0: Right. I guess you gotta look at the availability of it as well. Because like if you look at your uh attitude, like your the way you approach ice cream. And the way I approach Diet Cokes. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? It is funny examples, but uh, the mental thing we put in there with this thing that makes us feel good. And so we keep kind of going through this pattern with it. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Then from there, you have to really question like, okay, but this thing is actually going to physically make me feel different. But then again, you can't really, I mean, if it's, I don't know, do you have that? I mean, but you don't have any surgeries coming up anytime soon. No, I don't have any
1: surgeries. Oh, and that's where the Percocet came from was I had a, um, I had the vasectomy, right? did mm-hmm. I think I talked about this already, and so they gave me. So y'all, those... y'all don't know, Johnny's gotten got I'm yeah. <clears throat> I got the snip, snip. But um, but that was so that's what they gave them to me for. And you might be saying mm-hmm. to yourself, "Oh my god, I would totally like if they did." Did that you to take me... them? No, I didn't. I just took right. ibuprofen and iced, it and it worked fine. And right, it worked so fine. Then, so I, which I just... must
0: have been a little victory for you too, though, because you're like, "Hell yeah, I didn't have to take them fucking pain pills. I just got through it on ibuprofen and I was well, fine. yeah."
1: Yeah, absolutely it was. And yeah. I think, um, it's, uh, I don't think, I think my relationship with pain medication is fine as it is, but I certainly don't want to tempt fate taking Adivan for a 45 minute MRI. Then don't take it, you know? Yeah.
0: And if you freak out, just start punching the MRI and they'll let you out. <laughs> right. Just, just start just... swinging your fucking arms like an ape and they'll be mm-hmm. like, okay, well, I guess he's done.
1: And I went and got um, I went and got acupuncture the other day, and I laid yeah, there for that? like I laid there for thirty five minutes on my side with right. needles in my leg. You've never been claustrophobic before in the past, though. Not hardcore, oh. but I've never had an issue with. Yeah, I think it. I think it'll be fine. But they I just put
0: you in a loud but, round tube. If you just
1: keep your eyes closed. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, did you ever? You were never like a pill head. No, but I, but the
0: longest my longest stint. Without drinking alcohol was when I shattered my right leg right. because I was drunk. And uh, that was a 10-week stint, almost two months. No, two months without alcohol because I was on Percocets the entire time. And then I had to go back to my doctor because I was getting really hinky with the Percocets. Like I was really having a weird attitude with them and, and actually feeling it when I wasn't taking them. And so... What the, he did What all fucking medical doctors do is they just give you an anti-anxiety. They like pull the Percocet and then they're like, well, to help you come down, here's some, something else, you know, some other, it was a florazepam. It was an anti-anxiety medication, but that
1: doesn't so give you the I same was, buzz. A,
0: oh, but it's a tranquilizer. So you're like, your body's like, where's that drug? <clears throat> and then you took the florazepams and then your body's like, I don't care. <laughs> but then i ran out of those and by the time i ran out of those i was drinking again so i was just right. like back on back what on was sauce, that dude. what
1: was that like that you said that you just said when you were taking the percocets and you you knew when you didn't have it or you knew you could feel
0: i could just feel it in my body like i just felt like shit like i just felt sick and like it hurt it hurt way more than it should have it was really weird man it's hard to explain now because it was so long. It was back in 2003, I think. But, but you would
1: take a pill and then you would I'd feel I'd take fine. a pill
0: and I would feel that same fucking exact way I felt when I took a shot.
1: Oh. Yeah, that You really know, that
0: loosening, that relief, the loosening of the muscles. The, mm-hmm. I almost felt like my brain would slip down inside my skull a little bit. Like if my brain were on his haunches the whole time. That's <clears> the way I always felt too before I took a drink. My first drink. My brain were up on its haunches, flexing its thighs. And then the minute I took a drink, it just sat its ass down, you know put all its weight down but now i feel like my brain's just sitting in my skull all the time now i just feel like honestly i gotta be honest man my brain feels like relaxed now not all the time i'm not gonna bullshit our fucking listeners like i am definitely an uptight fucking really high tension kind of guy sometimes and i but i'm more verbal about it i'm like this is giving me anxiety just so y'all know like even to people i don't know that well i'll just tell them this whole situation makes me anxious i'm gonna go walk over here like I just have to I have to I have to advocate mm-hmm. for myself or I freak out and I yell and get into a fight with my wife or you know what I mean snap at my poor kid or yeah yeah snap at a stranger that's like that Mark Marin thing where I'm just like irritated at everything and I'm trying not to be whereas he just like owns being irritated at everything. I'm like, I don't want to feel that way,
1: no, not at all uh, yeah. he's got some I mean I suggest anybody like he doesn't talk about it a lot and that's fine he doesn't have to about being sober, yeah. but some of the things that he said in some of his prologues before, you know, he has the interviews. And I think he did a couple of them, one with like Jason Siegel and um, somebody else that was really great. Um, they talked a lot about like Jason Siegel doesn't drink anymore. And that was a great one that mm-hmm. talked about getting sober. Yeah. But, I, I remember that one, <clears throat> but he's got a lot of good stuff to say about it. And he just, um, but he, he still, it's always, it's not funny, but Mark Marin's always irritable he's that's this like right one thing that he's always struggling with yeah and
0: i based my personality off that for my entire life up until about the past like two years i've been feeling myself change i've been feeling this slip in my brain and it's Mm -hmm. it's it's fascinating because i always fascinate myself because i'm super vain and i love myself Mm -hmm. you know i'm like oh what are you doing you beautiful fucking creature but i do feel this irritation this crumudgeonness it's starting to slip away i'm like more open to things and more open to th- ways of thinking and less put out by the world and i like that i want to continue like that i would rather be a gentle thing that just floats through life than trying to fight everything all the time which is what i did you know and i but i'm still there it's, it's still in my brain i'm still like that's a load of shit you know i just don't say it out loud as much because it's just it's I try not to. How about that? I try not to. Because I know people who know me are listening to this, and they're like, you got mad at fucking football the other day. And not because I was mad at a specific football team. (laughs) Just football as a sport just just annoyed
1: me and pissed me off, or whatever it was, you know, like, I don't know. Well, I think this, like, when you talk about your brain calming down and just sort of relaxing and and resting, and and I, I feel the same way, too, in that... My reactions to things are not as well they're not as vocal. They're mm-hmm. I I take more time to process it. So if something bad happens or if something bad happens around me, I don't immediately just react with rage or anger or fear right. or frustration. Right. I'm like, "Ah, oh, fuck." I'll think to myself. Right. Um, well, let's just hold on and kind of I'll check in and do the whole All right, so I'm not hurt, right? Everything's fine. My body's okay. The bills are all paid. Right. Um, I'm not, you know, so, okay, so nothing's really the matter. It's something I'm going to have to deal with or something that's going to come up again. But I just, there's that that lag between instead of just lashing back out at whatever it is that, you know, came at me, bro. I kind of have this. Come at me, bro. mm, I'm a little more thoughtful, I guess, is, is is what I'm hearing from you.
0: I, I'd like to believe so. And I've, I hope I'm not portraying myself in any disingenuous way. I just, this is honestly like, this is really authentic how I feel. I just don't know if I'm out there in the world, really acting that way all the time. You know, I find it, it becomes more and more common.
1: You're a human being. It's fine. You're I'm a human being. Exactly <laughs> right.
0: Because like I said, I'd, I, I don't want to sit here and say that I'm this Zen person because I'm not at all, which mm-hmm. I keep repeating that I'm not a Zane, Zen person. I Zane? Just, I, Zane. Hi, I'm from England. My name is Zane. I'm a DJ. Would you like some Molly? Uh, but yeah, I just, I don't know. It is what it is. I feel better. Who is this, uh, that, that woman on Instagram that said we were like their, her cool uncles?
1: I don't know. Now that You've,
0: you... you tagged her in a story on the A's for Alcoholic Instagram, and it was a woman who, her and her friend did a podcast themselves too. And they were like, oh, we're going to listen. I like listening to AIFA podcast because John and Jerry are like my cool wise uncles.
1: Was this in the Twitter uh, thing? No, this is on Instagram. Um, Was it, I might have been, there's a young lady who reached out to me and I'm. I'm... They're from Australia, I think. Shit it was like no. a
0: wine they were like talking about anyway i i guess if you can't
1: remember i well remember. i i feel terrible if you're out there I, I think it was like damn it i wish i knew but um i appreciate that i'm flattered i uh i think that um i i i i'm flattered to be somebody's cool sober uncle i mean i have some nephews i'm actually one of them's coming to visit this weekend and we're going to go and do some things and he's 18 now which he's a, 18? Which is a Your nephew? Yeah. Oh, your brother's kid. Yeah. yeah he's, he's, so. Yeah. And it's like, I immediately want to go and say something like, hey man, I know fucking drugs and alcohol are awesome, and you're gonna have a blast. Oh, jeez, don't do that, dude. I don't wanna, you know what I mean? Like, what, how am I, am I supposed to be preemptive? I mean, it's, I don't even know if it's a problem. I just know, I just know where he's come from. Just
0: don't do anything, really, because that <laughs> just makes you a real weirdo. Hey man drugs aren't
1: cool that's nah <laughs> he's like leave me alone my this, sister's
0: son is like 15 or 16 i think he's uh-huh. like he's he's a good kid man he's a real good kid but uh my sister found a bottle of rum chata in his room oh no he's like dating this girl and i don't know i think they were just messing around with alcohol because that's the age you experiment and mess around sure. with alcohol right and she was like really concerned because she's his mom. And she's like, I don't mm-hmm. want you drinking with some girl in your room. Like, that's all bad news. You that's know what I exactly mean? Like, what you he wants. really affect your wife' life. Yeah. And he's just like, Ma, you don't get it? Like, but I just thought it was funny as fuck as his uncle. And I can't wait to see him because I'm just going to be like, Sup, Rumchata? That's your new name. You're the Archata, dude. Like,. Because you're 15, what kind of booze are you going to get anyway? You're going to get rum chata.
1: Right, something know. that's sweet. Yeah, uh, I stole mm-hmm.
0: a couple of White Claws, you know. Mm-hmm. I had someone at work today try to tell me that White Claws were healthy, and I was like, nah. Oh, no, that's not what they said. They said White Claws had a lower calorie count. And I'm like, God, ah, it's still 100 calories per can, though. It's, I think it's more,
1: actually. but. Well, whatever it is, it's too much.
0: The lady in front of me in line at Safeway was buying, like, $200 worth of champagne. For some party. Party time, but, yeah. I, and she had the label turned towards me, and I saw that the champagne per eight ounces was 140 calories for a cup.
1: Booze is high, man. Booze is high. Ooh, I mean. Exactly.
0: And then I was like, and then my coworker, Etzel, was like, whiskey doesn't have any calories, right? And I'm like, whiskey's mm. full of fucking calories. You're just drinking <laughs> sugar, dog. Yeah. I'm like, that's just jail sugar. Jail just sugar. Drink that.
1: Go to jail, dude. I got a bottle of wine from this last party that I worked, and, um, and then the guy was that guy wanted to send me home with two open bottles of wine. I was like, "You're like, I don't even drink, dog." I didn't say that. I I'm uh-huh. always hesitant to to you know because I don't want to be like, well, you know, I am. I refrain. You don't have from to
0: it. say you're an alcoholic to say I don't yeah. drink. Why? Because I just it makes me feel like shit. Yeah. All right, cool. High five. But he you didn't... know what you should do with that bottle of wine? Just throw it in the street on New Year's. <laughs> just... That'll be your New Year's. Do the countdown, and right when you hit one, just throw the bottle straight up in the air in the middle of the street and run away. Jeez. That way you get you can still be kind of wild and then you don't have to get fucked up. Not that yeah. you're going to, but you know.
1: No, but yeah, but they yeah, somebody gave me a bottle of champagne. So I mean, I I don't know, I'll just bring it to the next party. Right. But um I That is funny that he tried to give you two. Here's here's two for open. the road. And I was like <laughs> there's a straw I, in each of them. You're like what the and fuck? And so dude? immediately, right? So one I think well one I'm not taking them. Two they're mm-hmm. open so they're going to have to go to, in the trunk. But then, yeah. like, what am I going to do with two open bottles of wine? Like, it's like I, nothing you nothing can do. Nothing I with can. Them. Well, there's only one thing I can do with them, and I'm not going to do that thing.
0: Yeah, you know, right? I would make this podcast super interesting,
1: right? I mean, that Just would be you'd like <clears> two <throat>
0: bottles of wine. In I'd
1: be like, well, I guess uh, AS for alcoholic is suffering from some technical difficulties here. <laughs> I would. I don't think I'd. I would be interested in uploading it. I don't know. Uh, no, yeah. but then it would be one of these. Like I used to, you know, Facebook post a bunch when I was drunk, and that was always like. Apparently, that was something I was known for that I didn't know I was known for. Yeah, I did the same thing,
0: but yeah, that's how I knew you. I was like, oh, John's on the fucking, he's on a jag right now.
1: Mm hmm. So,
0: drinking jag. I'd
1: be fucking, you know, copying and pasting, you know, music videos and writing weird ass poetry. And I'm still sometimes, it'll haunt me every year or something will come up and I'm like, oh, God, that thing. I got rid of
0: Facebook, dude. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm, well, yeah,
0: because Instagram doesn't tell you. Seven
1: years ago today, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, you posted four Smith songs <laughs> and wrote, wrote "fuck you, Barack Obama" or something, you <laughs> yeah. know, like.
1: But I mean, not that I should feel bad about those things because they happened, but I don't. I just don't want to. They're still embarrassing, though. they still embarrassing, and and I mean, I I don't know. The whole Facebook thing is kind of getting gross to me too, and I'm, I'm
0: d- I don't know what's going on on it. I and I'm not trying to be an elitist, like I just my life has gotten so much better without Facebook Facebooker. Are you oh, on twi-
1: Twitter? Are you on TikTok yet? That's the new shit. I ain't fucking
0: with TikTok because I do not want to go to jail. I don't want to follow some eight year old. And then the day comes that I get in trouble for something and they're like, why are you following all these eight year olds on TikTok? And I'm like, it's only eight year olds on TikTok. And John. <laughs> There's like Will Smith and on some TikTok. like baby boomer guy <laughs> yeah. who's like filming just this part of his face. Who's just like, y'all lazy fuckers need to get a job. You get everything. Uh huh. So, you know what I mean? Like the, I don't understand what the whole baby boomer thing is and not being able to film your entire face. But I don't know either. Uh, Technology is weird though. But I, some um, I, my parents are boomers and I love um, them. So what are you gonna do? Okay, boomer. Okay, boomer. Someone said that at work. Someone <laughs> said that to me at work the other day. Cause she was getting a Lady Gaga tattoo, and I made fun of it, and she was like, "I thought you were woke, okay, boomer." And I was like, "I just
1: don't like fucking Lady Gaga." Ooh, rah, 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 rah. Um, rah, rah, rah She was, pretty, she was I... pretty good in that uh, that uh, American Psycho, or not American Psycho, American Horror Story. The Star is
0: Born. American Horror Story she was, yeah. And then I watched The Star is Born with a friend of mine, and uh, yeah, it was pretty rough. It was a sad fucking movie. He was drunk mm-hmm. as fuck the mm-hmm. entire time. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, we were gonna. And then my friend, as mine,
0: has like a, uh, you know, she's in a situation with someone who's drinking a lot and an act of alcoholism. So of course it like hit her in a real emotional way. And then I had to do like the friendly pat, like it's, I know, I know. Yes, I've I've had someone wash me up in the shower too because I peed on myself. You know, like I
1: know. So I wanted to I wanted to bring this up. This is (laughs) speaking of this (laughs) got so
0: fucking dark on my end over here.
1: Well, and it's gonna get darker, everyone. So. So, I have a situation. So, I have this friend, alcoholic, has told me he's an alcoholic, and I woke up this morning to a phone call from him at 5 in the morning, phone call from his mom, um, and I guess some messages on Facebook, and something about that he had split his head open in the shower, and there was all this shit, and somebody else, and like... I guess his, I was asleep this, this the entire time this happened and he got somebody through his mom to take him to the ER some friend of his here in town I don't know exactly how and got all stitched up and um but like I sent me a picture of the of the scar on the top of his head that was in a t-shirt Oh you got a picture of it? Yeah, oh it's fucking, shit. It's it's not I mean I don't know. I'm not like impressed. I I, I know that in those moments of like it's just drunken whatever no big deal i got scars it's kind of cool but um i think my first reaction was like fuck i hope everyone's okay i hope you're all right and then my second reaction was like you're a fucking asshole and you're killing yourself right my third reaction was this is really depressing and there's nothing i can do right (laughs) so i mean You know, and I, I told you that like my, I'm trying to think of ways to approach this person. I'm trying to think of like, so I don't really think I can go over there and wag my finger at them. Um, No, that's not going to help. That's
0: just going to push them farther away,
1: dude. You know, I thought like, oh, well it might be a little over overly dramatic, but maybe I should come over with a bottle of whiskey and a big book and say, Hey, when you're done with one, maybe (laughs) you should open the other. You said this to me before we started recording and it made me laugh, but I was like, that's an awful idea. (laughs) So I don't think I'm, I'm not going to do that. Right. Cause I don't want to, I'm not trying, mm-hmm. I don't want to enable in any way, but I also am not like looking to push anything on anybody. And it's like the, uh, the only option is to what, just not do anything and get, just be prepared when they're ready. And I mean, what if, what if they're not ready and what if they're, what if rock bottom is going to have to be death? Like that's, that's well, a real, that's a real, I mean, th- you know, that's though, a dude, real it's like, option, yes. right? Yes, yes it is, real... absolutely. That is
0: m- more than a real option. That's an inevitable option. It's with some with well, with most people, mm-hmm. you know. It's inevitable. It doesn't have to be a car accident or a suicide. It could just be the eventual shutting down of your organs if you drink alcoholically. You know? Yeah. Um and I I don't know, I'm gonna get a little programmy here on you, but like Go at for least it. as far as like my perception of it, right? So like we talk about that doing, you know, accepting things we cannot change. And I think if you can't change it, so you might as well just accept it being the way it is, right? And then the other programming thing, as I was thinking of, is I remember when we first started reading the book to each other back and forth over FaceTime. And we were reading about, like, working with alcoholics. And they, and, and a lot of the language is so funny, but he was like, you don't want to scare your man off. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, there's, like, a way to approach it, right? Because it's not about you already know we do this, dude. It's not about we're not fucking Mormons. You know, you're not gonna knock (laughs) on his door and be like, Have you have you met my friend Bill W, you know? Like this is just a thing that worked for us. And and as far as on his end, like you already know it, he's not gonna come around. If he doesn't wanna come around, he's not gonna come around, you know. Right. Yeah. But I think for your own mental health and if it, it you continue being around you know, being around him and it makes you feel fucking bad, like you may have to really consider putting your boundaries up, you know, severing ties and no, maybe not severing ties, but do you know what I'm saying? Like maybe backing up a little bit Mm -hmm. or backing up a lot. And I, I don't mean to give you advice because this isn't about, this is just in my, my situation. Like when I go sober and you were drunk calling me all the time, I had to like stop talking to you, but I did it slowly. I did. Mm -hmm. I wasn't just like, stop calling me you fucking clown and hang up on you. Like, I was just like, all right, cool. I can't do this right now. I got shit I got to do. And then you'd call me. I just wouldn't answer because I was like, John, you're going to have to figure this all out on your own or you're not going to figure it out. And I'm sorry and I love you, but that's just nothing. I, I, the only thing I can do is tell you what worked for me and that you'd probably be feel a lot better if you didn't drink. But, you know, like, yeah. I don't know, man. Some people are just so fucking against it.
1: They're just so used to being in that hole. That's just where they want to be. And I I know that feeling too. I know that feeling yeah, very absolutely. well of being yeah. feeling trapped and stuck and whatever. And I I don't want to be dramatic, and I don't want to go over there and like, I mean, you know, you just bam
0: intervention, like in always sunny, <laughs> or just shouting intervention <laughs> just, at
1: us. Just I mean, I don't know. I I, if, I don't I don't think that would help. I don't think that antagonizing no, or nope. bullying or you know mm-hmm. or making anyone feel I, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. Going in there to make somebody feel ashamed of what they've done—they already feel ashamed. Right. I already felt ashamed of everything that I had done. Right. Somebody telling me that I should feel bad is not going to make me feel good because I already hate myself. No. Right.
0: Yeah, you already hate yourself, and
1: it's not about making you feel bad. It's about—I
0: don't know. It's a, what it's about. You know what mm-hmm. it is? It's—it's. It's, we're not here to convert people, but I feel like. If uh, us being part of this program or uh, just being part of this way of life, how about that? When mm-hmm. I say program, and I don't mean AA, I just mean just working some type of sober recovered way of whatever it is. Yeah, I, I think in a way it's kind of part of us though to help people who ask for it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if this person's reaching out for you to you and they're like, "Yo, I need a hand," then you can say, "Okay, here's the tools that I work with. You can take it or leave it." You know, mm-hmm. but I, but you can always at least be sincere you know it'll probably get brushed off because mm-hmm. people get embarrassed when you call them on their shit and they brush you off or they put up a big wall and they're like well I'm not doing your weird cult shit And you, ever since you quit drinking you got fucking weird on me you know and you're like nah I didn't get weird I just feel better dude I just don't feel like bad anymore Hmm. yeah so I don't know man I don't know I've kind of you know I kind of distanced myself from that situation a while ago
1: so I shouldn't get him the uh, I shouldn't get him the football helmet and spray paint his mom's phone number on it. You absolutely <laughs> should. And then get him a box wine. Uh maybe some fucking I don't know. Some galoshes so you don't fucking slip. No, um, I mean you need some cleats cleats just get him a whole football outfit (laughs) right cleats pads if you're gonna be an asshole here's your fucking i mean that shit
0: sucks you know falling down and busting your head open sucks i've busted open all kinds of shit and so have you i mean i've fallen down hurt Mm -hmm. myself drunk really bad a couple times i've gone to the hospital a few times and it sucks i mean you wake up feeling so ashamed and so put out and so like fuck i gotta pay for all this now what am i gonna do and that hangover after injuring yourself is just so fucking monumental you know it might as well be the statue of liberty up there it's just a fucking monument it's just mhm yeah but you know give it a few days i mean you have every right in the world to be able to advocate for yourself so if you feel like this is a detriment to you or your recovery you can always say yo i can't really kick it with you right now cuz this is kind of fucking with me or you can just do the old school i mean nah don't do that i was going to say do the old school ghosting where you just disappear but don't do that because you guys have been friends for a long – we've, you know, been yeah. friends so, for a long yeah. time.
1: it's just. I don't think I'm going to ghost him, and I don't think that we spend a huge amount of time. Like, it's not like – Right, because ever <clears> since he did <throat> get sober, he was kind of like, well, I
0: don't want to – I'm just kind of going <clears> to <throat> do my thing over here. Over here, and,
1: yeah. So it wasn't yeah. – it was never – there was never any pressure for me to drink. I never felt right. like that, you know, and then I was nah, talking nah, I was nah. talking to uh, I was talking to my girlfriend about it. And she was she was saying, you know, one of the things like we were talking about prayer and love and she's like, you know, pray in whatever way that you do it, you know, whatever works for you. And she said, you know, it's not like and this is something I believe, too. You know, she says it's not like the prayer. It's it's you're sending like good feelings to somebody, but it's more about prayer is more about sp- creating a a peace of mind for yourself so that you have capacity to help when somebody you know is ready for help
0: right yeah I can so can see it's that. Not like that's a, that's a
1: really yeah you know it's a really rational way of looking at it actually yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean because well, so. prayer
0: is scary right you say prayer in a room even when you say it to me right now i'm like ooh, what like ooh. there's still that thing even though yeah. i do it myself but you go into a room of people our age who are people like us mm-hmm. you know a little weird a little too alternative you know a little too 120 minutes right you say prayer to them they're gonna fuck a bristle at your ass what's up joel osteen you're gonna mm-hmm. f- you know what i'm saying like so yeah but but, if- but medit you could meditate on it pray on it meditate on it i mean right. it doesn't hurt no it doesn't give it hurt. some pensive thought you know i mean you're doing the first step and Talking to a, a
1: trusted ally. Right. Your your concierge, <laughs> mm-hmm. your conciliere or whatever. Yeah, she was the first one I talked mm-hmm. to. And, you know, and right. the other thing she said was like, when you give, like, when you give love to somebody, um, w- and whatever, in whatever way that you do it, you know, whether it's talking or whatever it is, like, especially in a situation like this, she's like, give him love. That's what you should do. Give him love and however that works for you too. And remember that, you're not, yeah. you won't necessarily like, if you put love out into the world, it's not like it's going to be this right. direct path, right? It's not like I'm going to give, give put love out there and he's going to receive my love. If I put mm-hmm. love out into the world, he may receive it from some other source. It may not be from me at all and I may never know about it, but it doesn't hurt right. to put love out into the world in some way, shape or form in hopes that he will receive some of it and hope you know so I mean looking at prayer and love and those things that are such intangibles sometimes it seems or such weird right. vague um, things and trying to put some sort of concrete definitions behind them or put some sort of actions right so I mean that's that's cool so I mean, it's just it makes it easier to it makes it easier for me to sit and do nothing you know because I'm not doing nothing and I think that that's right the, feeling helpless when somebody is slowly killing themselves that you care about, you know, like, <clears throat> so that, and I'm going to go to the thrift store and see if I can find a football helmet. You definitely need <laughs> to find a football helmet. <laughs> Cause, um, yeah. So, I mean, it's like, how do you, how do you help somebody? And most of the ways is you really got to help yourself first, right? It's like the oxygen mask analogy. I know you don't fly a lot but um. i remember how that works though <laughs> so, yeah yeah but yeah so i mean put your oxygen mask on first and especially this time of year with all the fucking mixing of people you haven't seen in a long time who right be yeah. fucking hardcore drinkers and you gonna be
0: dealing with family mm-hmm. and friends and fucking all that wild shit and maybe mm-hmm. no family or friends and you're all alone that's that's hard too you know yeah, absolutely. That can be really hard, but I, you know. But I don't know. Listen to our podcasts. Yeah, It'll be all right. Yeah, listen yeah. to some other good podcasts too. Watch, watch some YouTube videos. That's a horrible thing for mm. me to. <laughs> that's my horrible advice. <laughs> Feel like drinking? Watch some YouTube videos. Um, watch all about? those stupid booze commercials in front of the. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: I think YouTube is so unwatchable now. Like, it's it's gotten – I'm pretty sure in the last two years, they've, like, tripled the ad count. They have because the the creators
0: get paid for the ads. So they'll insert ads into their fucking shit.
1: So – I'm going just get just keep... an
0: ad blocker and be like, YouTube, kiss my whole entire ass. I have an ad blocker.
1: Well, and they keep asking me if I want to subscribe. Like, Nah, I don't want to do that either. Like, I don't want to you do you that You are either.
0: free. I don't want to watch any of your dumb TV shows. I just want to see Nakey Jakey talk about music and video games. Or watch Basically. Philip DeFranco talk about YouTube drama. I right. Give a fu- <laughs> I, half the people he talks about, I don't even fucking know the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, like I KSI or some Ooh. some British YouTubers fighting Logan Paul, who I know <laughs> made fun of a dead guy in a forest.
1: You're like, what? Or it's,
0: I don't know. Or like some Korean pop band that I'm like, what the fuck is this? this I'm... But it's what you like to watch. I don't know. Right. I do. I do like to watch it. I'm like, we are not talking about soul coughing here. Let's mm-hmm. talk about my music. I want to listen to the guy interviewed John McCree from Cake, which I watched this morning and it was great. How, oh, yeah? Yeah, I can't remember the name of it. When I figure it out, I'll send it to you.
1: Um, he also interviewed the
0: uh, Kansas who did Dust in the Wind, that's which all we to are. this day is still a sad fucking song to me. It's mm-hmm. all the minor chords. Man, I listened to R.E.M. Green the other day. Jesus. The other other, not the other day, back. yesterday, I love REM Green. It's like one of my favorite fucking albums. But there was this song on the album. I can't remember the name of it now. But it's about like a kid who's got a deformity. Did you ever listen to Green a lot?
1: Not a lot. Not, not oh, as much man. as you. But Woo.
0: it's this. I have all the words memorized. That's like one of my favorite albums. But, yeah, it's this whole song about a little kid who's got a deformity and, like, dealing with other little kids, making fun of him, And he just is like, I'm not supposed to look like this. And I was, like, crying so hard, dude. I was, like, sitting on my couch trying to get ready for work. And I just busted out. I just had a hard fucking cry to it because it's such a sad song. It was hard enough that my dog got off the other couch and walked over to me and started licking my hands. (laughs) Like, are you all right, dude? And I'm like, like. The dog knows. I'm like, hey, dude, I'm just getting it out. Like, it'll be all right. I just needed that. Push that cry out. I'm good for a week or two. Whew. Get it out, man. Listen That's... to R.E.M. Green. It's a great album. All I just right. discovered a new band, too. This would be the music section of A's for Alcoholic, but I discovered this garage rock band called Harlem. <clears throat>
1: huh. Based okay. out of
0: Tucson, Arizona, and now they're mm. in Austin, Texas. I discovered them. This would be Jerry's Pop, Corner, Pop Culture Corner. Pop Culture I've already Corner. given all these fucking caveats, but um, I also started watching this TV show on Hulu called um, Reprisal. you heard of this? It's Mm-mm. really good. It's like a badass rockabilly sons of anarchy that takes place in some alternate reality. Okay, it's fucking strange. Yeah, it's it's great. It's like a rockabilly gang TV show, and it's badass. All right,
1: I've been watching Goliath with Billy Bob Thornton, where he plays an alcoholic lawyer. Big stretch for him, you know. But and it's a TV <laughs> show. It's on Amazon. Uh, so Never mean- heard of it. Is it's it good? good? It's drama? I, I, it's drama. Yeah, it's fucking, it's pretty. You should I'll make a
0: note. I might fuck with that. I know Witcher's coming out though in a few days. And I already finished Watchmen, which is fucking excellent. Excellent story.
1: So um, speaking was, of.
0: All right. The ending was, oh, bullshit. The ending was perfect except for certain parts. But whatever. I haven't,
1: I haven't seen it. I don't know anything about the Watchmen. I won't say nothing. Like you should watch
0: it. It's very good. Like the
1: bloody happy face or whatever. That's the only, th- I don't know the movie at all or the comics. You don't have to watch it necessarily, (laughs) the movie or the comics, but anyway. The TV show I should watch.
0: Yeah, watch a 20-minute video on YouTube about The Watchmen. You'll learn everything you need to know about the show before you watch it.
1: Okay. Anyway, go ahead. YouTube. No. Um, I was going to say, too, um, that I am going to, and I I like to say this so that I will, um, uh, it kind of pushes me to do these things, but uh, when I put it out there, is that I think for Christmas... For everybody on christmas i mean obviously you're listening to this and it's the friday before christmas but i had this um the two-part interview on the local radio station remember you were saying you couldn't listen i was to trying one to couldn't
0: listen to one i couldn't listen to either of them because i missed them both so I i'm gonna downloaded the app
1: <laughs> so i'm gonna cut out the uh the local commercials for like I don't know what it is. Like it's the florist or something like that. And I'll Napa Valley, it, Napa auto parts Yeah, basically. And I'll just put it in its entirety on the AS for alcoholic. Feed Boom. That way I can listen to it.
0: Cause I'd love to hear what you're saying. Is this that, that desert Island mix thing where you basically, all top five... yeah. So it's like, yeah, here's... I was really looking forward to it and I missed it. And I was like, shit, I think like the time had passed and I
1: was like, fuck. And so I turned on the app and was like, ah, well we talked, I did talk a lot about sobriety. I talked about this podcast a lot. Um, mm-hmm. We did talk about music, speaking of uh, Jerry's Pop Culture Corner. Right. Um, that could be a good one, too. JPCCC. <laughs> Jerry's Pop Culture Corner, JPCC. JPCC. There we could do
0: that little one at the end of it where I'm like, hey, y'all, some play new this tracks. video game. Here's some new tracks, new <laughs> atmosphere. There's what a new about? atmosphere album out. So Is there? I, don't know. I don't know how to feel about it yet, but we'll see. Uh,
1: I. What about playing, like, you know when they do, like, The Wizard of Oz and the... um. Dark side the, of the moon. Uh, and dark side of the moon. Is there a vi- is there a video game version of that where like you put on an album and you play like the first forty minutes of something and like I don't know. There, I feel I don't like I have to look it up. I, I, I feel there's like there's some con- there could be some connection, like something on Twitch or something. I don't know what. I'm just throwing it out there. I don't know. It just came to me that like there could be some sort of connection between things that
0: I don't know if we have any gamers, <clears> send Jana yeah, a
1: Yeah, Yes, so I'm curious,
0: but I wonder if we do have gamers in the mix here.
1: I told you you should do fucking sober Twitch, man. I'm telling you, sober it's, Twitch TV. There'd be no
0: difference than anybody else's. It's not like there's drunk people on Twitch. There is. Yeah, it's but fair it's enough. Not but like not, all of it is just like it's time to play some fucking Fortnite, you fucking bitches. stick It <laughs> would just be me, like and, yeah. yeah, it would just be me playing <clears throat> Bioshock again.
1: Oh, speaking of of your mom. Um, <laughs> no, no. She's probably listening to this. Well, perfect because I have That's a question. Great. So I started. I I've, I've been trying to like cook different stuff at home. God, this mm-hmm. is this is going off the rails real quick. That's here. all right. I mean, we've um, got five minutes left, and okay, it's um, Christmas and Christmas. Um, so I've been cooking beans, but I don't really have a good recipe because I want to. I get them dry, and I want to soak them, or if I like mm-hmm. boil them for ten minutes and then cook them for two hours. And I'm just wondering if you could ask your mom, or if Leanne's listening, I would love like a bean recipe. I know that she's. I'm, I'm assuming. I'll ask her. I'll ask I'm assuming her. she cooked a lot it's of beans. It's very
0: funny. Fo- she has. She's, <laughs> yeah, it's very so, easy though. She'll tell you garlic, onion, uh, ham bone, and chicken broth, or if, pork broth.
1: If that's it, I mean, I'll but if you're do. like
0: not a meat eater, I don't know. i are not going to get but... vegetable broth probably. But she—that's she puts a ham bone in it. Mm, okay. A you know, big spiral cut ham bone. Mm. yeah ham she swears by that shit or bacon in mexican beans which is crazy i don't know i'll i'll ask her though when not when when you're down here or she'll mm. be listening to this at some point and then text me and be like how do i get a hold of john in like a <laughs> month
1: two months right? i'll get a text okay yeah i just want to know how to cook some beans better i mean that's if
0: she's still listening to the pod who knows maybe she's just yeah. like oh they just talk about fucking video games all day long yeah like we well, we talked about recovery a little bit in this. We talk about it a lot,
1: actually. We talk about we talk yeah. about it. I mean, that's that's what we're. And I only had two but.
0: system overloads. The last time it froze up again while we were talking, but it was when I was listening to you. Mm. So yeah, interesting. And then I restarted it up immediately. So I think I need to update this All right. computer. All right. Well, let's <laughs> let's, let's end, end it there. To-
1: <laughs> let's end there. Merry uh-huh. Christmas to everybody and to everyone. Yeah. Good enjoy. night and yeah. enjoy um, your holidays. Whatever you you celebrate. Yeah, you too, man. I think
0: we'll be recording one more Christmas day,
1: though, I think. I think if you're up for it. I don't know. We'll see. Unless you're busy or something like that. I know you got family Eating beans with a ham bone in it, yeah. (laughs) All right. Thanks again for listening. Our music, as always, is by Neglect. You can find more of his stuff at neglect.bandcamp.com.
0: And you can find us on all social media platforms that matter. Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can reach us at A's for Alcoholic at gmail.com. Talk to you later. Yeah.